This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Cool. All right. Thank you for joining us today, everyone, and all of our followers and listeners. I'm Lamar with 5280 Esports, and you are listening to the Behind the Game podcast. I am here with the Salty Robot. Um, it's a little bit of a different interview. It's not my normal esports or gaming um, guest, but it's a really fun and exciting guest that I wanted to have on here for a while. Um, he goes by the Salty Robot. Thank you so much for being with us today. Hey, Lamar. Um, Thanks but, so much for Yeah, thank you. Um, Well, if you want to give me a little intro about yourself, let everyone know um, who you are, kind of what your brand is, what you're working on, a little intro for everyone that's listening. Cool. Uh, Thanks, man. Uh, Yeah, I go by the Salty Robot and Instagram. Um, My name's Devin. I've been in the arts and design space most of my life. Um, So uh, the Salty Robot came about when the uh, pandemic hit and I was like, oh, let's see what's going on on Instagram. I always wanted to scale model. And so, uh, yeah, it's um, it's kind of an homage to there was a account in the early 2000s called the Salty Pelican um, hmm. that was in the advertising space that just kind of uh, highlighted everything. Anyways, I digress. Uh, yeah, Devin, the Salty Robot, um, do modeling. Um, I'm currently, you brought me on to talk, I think, about the Cerulean Project, which has been near and dear to my heart um, around mental health involving scale modeling mm-hmm. the miniatures and things like that scratch building it's really expanding i just look at it as people call it a hobby i'd call it art like there's just so it's fun to kind of have a project around that that's really geared um towards raising awareness around mental health and changing Great. the conversation around mental health and addressing it and providing information and resources so that's kind of my whole spiel um been doing it for I I could talk for a while, but I'll let get, let you, let you get back to asking the question. But yeah, uh, yeah, skill modeler, salty robot. Start yeah, well, thank you. Like, yeah, thank you for have, coming on. Um, I've been wanting to have you on for a while, so I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I, I found you on Instagram. I don't remember how I came across your your profile, but I'm a, I'm a big Gundam fan. I like uh, mech. Uh, designs. Uh, I think I saw some of your artwork. What yeah, interests me, I guess what really attracted me was the Cerulean project that you're working on. Um, just kind of for everyone listening, do you want to let them know kind of what that is? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was something that I started also in 2020 um, because as we all isolated, I felt real loss of community, real like, you know, sense of aloneness and everybody else. And I've dealt with mental health all of my life. Um, really in the last 10 years, really diving into it. So I knew a lot of people, if I was struggling, a lot of other people were struggling. And mm-hmm. I saw that this space of modelers was really like, they're really welcoming. I used to be a painter and a photographer and 
through my own self-criticism, I stopped doing that. Um, and I lost a lot of passion doing design full-time kind of sucks mm. you dry, uh, for pursuing your extracurricular activities. Um, so I wanted an easy way to get back into art and that was through modeling. And so I saw this community, um, there was a potential to give back and to connect everybody and to give them essentially what I would want myself if I was struggling and didn't know where to go is uh, a little bit of a celebration, some recognition and mm. uh, resources around it. So really the Cerulean Project is designed to showcase artwork each year um, from a group of individuals. And over the course of 12 weeks, we discuss mental health topics. And we've now started including like a informational topic. This last year we did photography. Before that we did color theory. So we've, it, but it's the core of its mental health. So it's it, each year mm -hmm. we touch on a bunch of different subjects for eight weeks. Um, this last year was around the wheel of wellness. So trying to create something that was more actionable and less clinical you'll find some of the people have given me feedback that the books can be very clinical in the information that we give mm -hmm. but mental health is so unique to each individual i really it's hard for me to pare down as much information as out there so that it is accessible by as many people as possible because that's the goal of the cerulean project is to change the narrative around mental health provide people the information around mental health whether they're them struggling or they know somebody who is um, or just dealing, not even struggling, uh, just dealing with mental health issues from day-to-day -day stresses mm -hmm. to genetics. Um, so, yeah, and then we put together a magazine and a book at the end of the year to kind of celebrate everybody. Um, the whole thing revolves around a color, so that's a unifying thing, but I try to leave it as open as possible so that people can mm -hmm. either just enter something that's simple and straightforward, or they can enter something that really speaks to them, like they want to say something that year with it. Because the artists within the book will get an opportunity to uh, talk about the project, so mm -hmm. that's kind of the project. That's awesome. length. Like, yeah, like yeah, that's a brilliant project. I I wanted to take stuff offline. Mm -hmm. You you as a photographer, right? Uh, mm -hmm. You know what it's like to look at print versus on yeah. screen. Dif and totally the impact that makes. Like, uh, were you mm -hmm. ever published as a photographer? Uh, yes, actually, I was. Yeah. So you see that, right? And you're just like, oh yeah. my God, that's my picture. That's the feeling that I wanted to give everybody was mm -hmm. that along with all of this empowering and mental health information, that one kick that you could kind of look forward to that was just like, that's cool. Like I got to mm -hmm. be part of something. I did something myself, but I also got to be part of something where everybody else, like really, you can tell they really tried to do something, right? Like it meant something mm -hmm. to them because of that feeling that you create of like, oh, wow, like I can take this offline and show it to a friend. I can, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's mine. Like it's tangible, yeah. it's tangible art, which yeah. I think in a digital world that we live in, cause you saw me on Instagram, right? Like you don't mm -hmm. versus seeing somebody in a gallery, it changes. And so coming mm -hmm. from a traditional art background, I wanted to try and introduce some of that into just this digital age that we are in and how people are viewing art. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, do you have the magazine by chance with you? Uh, yeah, I have the new one. I have an old one. Let me grab it real quick. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, I love the artwork. I think if everyone that's about to watch, like the uh, magazine itself has artwork from different artists in it. And it's it's amazing. It's so fun to look through if you're into any like gaming, anime, mech. Um, and it's really cool artwork. He'll show you here in a second. But you guys should order them. I think, um, are they still for sale? 
There is some still for sale. Yeah, uh, we went with a little less stock this year just because I have overage from last year. So if anybody wants last year's magazines, we still have a few of those and they're a discounted price. Um, there was a hundred there was 135 artists last year. There was 145 this year. So mm -hmm. it's wow. still almost 300 pieces of art in two magazines, which is really fun. Um, mm -hmm. The front I try to use. So we get volunteers over the years um, and some of them will That's volunteer really cool. art. And this artist who entered this uh, is from Chile. Um, he was one of the volunteer artists this year. So on the magazine, I always try to feature a volunteer's art. Again, it's... Mm -hmm. I want people to feel all of these arts, all these tracings that have happened. These are all from the mm -hmm. prior year models. So I use that as like the next year's promotional artwork, but it's also a way again to recapsulate some of like mm -hmm. what people have done and continue to kind of keep feeding it as a community effort. And like that this this doesn't happen just because of me. Like this is everybody who partakes in this, mm -hmm. which is really cool to see. So that magazine, that's the Cerulean project for everyone that's seen it watching. That project itself is where you've reached out to artists, right? To create art for you for this magazine that, that helps promote um, mental health basically, right? Yeah. So the first year uh, I reached out to some, so the first year, yeah, getting it started. Um, I really, I, I honestly didn't think anybody would care. People were doing, uh, uh, contests and things like that in this space. Like that's mm -hmm. really big. Um, and so I reached out to a couple artists that I really admired and asked them if they'd be a part of it. They of course joined and then I just promoted it and we had about, uh, 30 people the first year. Um, and then the second year it jumped to 90 people. And then last year it jumped to 135. And so it's wow. just been this people see it and they're really inspired by it and they want to be a part of it. Or like the amount of messages that I get pertaining to people's mental health and like what this had done for it mm -hmm. is it's really amazing that people have shared such personal things with me, but it's also been very apparent how needed resources and discussions around mental health are. Mm -hmm. I agree. It's, it's totally, I think it's maybe now starting to get a little more traction, but it, in the past, it's, it's totally been something that's taboo. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. The newer generations are really open to it. Um, mm -hmm. I would say the hardest thing for people is accessibility, um, financially mm -hmm. or, uh, time-wise can be really mm -hmm. difficult for people. Um, it can be very expensive to seek professional, mm -hmm. um, therapy, um, or other medical services and then time. So they're both very crucial. I think you have to like, as somebody who act, I just saw my therapist today. Um, mm -hmm. It's really important to try and make that time when you can, or just find ways to access it through um, people do sliding scales. It's asking questions, right? And I think if we mm -hmm. can provide an environment where people can ask questions and be like, hey, dude, I'm struggling with this thing. What should I do? And people are like, at least hopefully somebody in the room is like, oh shit, you know what? I saw this thing. We should, you know, do this. Or like I did mm -hmm. it myself because, you know, mental health can come down to one in three, one in four, one in eight, like depending on what people are struggling with. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of people can struggle with mental health. Yeah. I, I, 
I think, uh, and a lot, a lot of people don't have the support system to, um, reach out for the help or to accept that they have, they need that help sometimes just from the stigma. Yeah. There's a huge stigma. There's a massive mm -hmm. stigma around it. So that was really, again, you know, that was some of like the, the initial like vernacular that was used. So I come from a, a, uh, a long design career, um, advertising in San Francisco and stuff like that. So I'll refer to a lot of things in a very, um, <laughs> for lack of better terms, a very um, boardroom or pitch approach. So forgive me if mm -hmm. I ever sound like that. Um, but I lost track. Uh, this episode is brought to you by sax.com. At sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Yeah, anyways, the, the mental health aspect of it is really, again, trying to give, that's like the reason, one of the big reasons I wanted to print the book too, is so that people had that stuff that they could refer back to. Yeah. That's what I was, I was going to, you know, move on to was you, you have, you come up with that Cerulean project idea and you decide to make a magazine out of it. And was that because of your, what was the inspiration for a magazine in particular as that media form? So it's funny. So the first year I had 20 people. I think I said, if I, I think I said, if I get 20 people to participate, I'll print a book. Mm -hmm. And at the time there was a very few print on demand companies. Um, I was doing everything print on demand. So all of our merchandise and stuff like that is print on demand. So it's produced close to wherever the person orders it from to cut down mm -hmm. on carbon emissions, all that things. Anyways, if I got 20 people, I'd do a book. Well, I got 30. So I'm like, okay, we'll do a book. And um, I partnered with True Gumpla, this guy who was doing, he was doing some Holy Mountain printing, things like that. He was doing some publications, some magazines, and he was like, let's print this too. So we printed it and sent it to a bunch of Patreons and everybody loved it. And everybody was really excited um, to be a part of it that wasn't, or that if they were, they couldn't wait for the next year. They're like, what's the next color going to be? Mm -hmm. And so the book was a way to, again, the inspiration behind the book was one, it's a toolkit. It provides mental health information or mm -hmm. things around exercise, diet, just whatever it does. Again, it pertains to us. And we can, well, th this will be a full circle when we get to this year. But again, the other aspect of it was to put people in print and to give mm -hmm. them that satisfaction of being in print, of having that feeling of, again, sharing it. The number of people who are like, I took this home for Christmas, or I'm able to show this to friends, or I'm able to pick it up. Again, print is so much different than what we look at on our computer screens or what we look mm -hmm. at on our device. It just, it's tactile. We feel it. And that was what I wanted is I wanted this experience to extend past 
the it's not it's a one quick it's a one click world and we said that a long time ago in advertising that was 20 years ago it's like one in one click it doesn't work people move on mm-hmm. and it feels like that when it comes to how we consume digital art these days mm-hmm. we just consume so much the brain never gets a chance to rest and so having this book to take offline and to enjoy your art and others art is really about um uh helping again like lifting the community up being like look at what we all did together Mm -hmm. and so with the book when the book stuck i was like hey we're producing the book every year the magazine came about last year when so i keep the books cost effective because i want them again to be accessible the information is the key to that Mm -hmm. um shipping shipping prices can be expensive things like that so the books have to be a fixed number of pages to, to keep that price. As we add pages to the book, it gets more and more expensive. So the magazine became the next thing. So then I could basically print everybody who was part of the project that year would get in print. They wouldn't have a full page spread like they do in the book. The book has three mm-hmm. pictures. You can talk about your project in there. It's a feature. A hundred mm-hmm. artists get a feature in the book. Everybody's in the magazine. And so that's kind of like the fun of having the two of them. So we do a bundle um, that gets sold as a bundle. And then all of our profit is donated at the end of the year. So whether it's through soft goods, hard goods, all of the profit gets donated to uh, the Trevor project. We've been doing that for the last four years. Um, We've been looking at some other organizations to donate to um, just based on how much money we raise and stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. um, that's what all the sales go to. So everybody gets to be a part of that. Again, it's this notion that as a community, we create something together. It's our community Mm -hmm. garden. And community gardens have shown through scientific research and studies and stuff to be super beneficial when it comes to one's mental health and the community's mental health. Those people that are around them, the people they interact with on a daily basis. They can have a community garden that they tend together it seems to foster a lot better mental health for everyone involved. So that's kind of the book as a community garden. Wow. That's awesome. That's great. (laughs) Well, thank you for doing that. That's amazing. Um, Well, Dave, so before the salty robot leading up to you starting this, this project and, and being aware of everything that's going on, I guess give a little background for everyone. What, led up to that did you ever think you would be working in in some project like this where you're you know creating products that you know give people resources for mental health i guess what's kind of the background leading up to this the background leading up to this is really utilizing um i wanted to volunteer mm-hmm. um knowing where i was at with my own mental struggles things like that going to like a soup kitchen or, or something that was um in person well it was also covid But even if it wasn't, um, being surrounded by having a lot of personal interaction was very difficult for me at the time, like Mm face-to-face interaction. So I needed to do something that I could do somewhat isolated. Um, Thanks to COVID, it was completely isolated. But I, people sometimes ask what to do to volunteer. Like, how do I volunteer? And one of the things that they'll tell you is look to your strengths and see if, like, try and utilize your place position, something in life 
to help. So if it's monetarily, if it's time-wise, if it's a trade, things like that, you that's where you can come really excel in both helping from volunteer aspect, but also mental health. Um, mm-hmm. So I wanted to leverage my years in design, um, selling jeans and video games and cars and all this shit that (laughs) we don't need um but loved it and was really good at it and Mm -hmm. really loved design and so i wanted to do something that was really beautifully designed um and very simple and straightforward um so that's kind of where i leveraged or like my background leading up to that Um, i designed like i think i said earlier on um advertising in San Francisco for 10 years and ran my own design shop and have been designing even since I was in high school and selling shirts and making shirts and things like that. So creating a kind of a clothing line that people, again, being a part of something, right? So it's not just like, oh, I really like this brand. Like, I, you know, I'm, I'm, it's Nike, right? It's, it's somebody's artwork that you probably know or your own. Um, and it's part of this series, this ongoing series, this yearly event that happens where everybody's kind of celebrated as an individual and as this group. And you get to be a part of this collective, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of a bigger, the bigger picture. Yeah. So with with every year it growing more with more artists, are you reaching out to more or is the branding just getting a little bit more recognition? Is more, do people reach out people to you? People are more interested. Yeah. People are just more interested. I just run it through an Instagram account. We have a website, um, but yeah, it's just Instagram and people just see it. People see the books, people um, buy the books all year. Um, We sold out of last year's books. We sold out of the year. We sell out of all, I do a hundred copies. This year I did less um, selfishly. I will admit uh, just because I need to take some time for myself and Mm -hmm. mailing out uh, 200 and, I think last year I mailed out 235 books and magazines. Um, it takes a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I energy, <bet>. so, um, <clears throat> uh, most of them, we have a pre-order. Most of the pre-orders have already sold out. Um, wow. And then again, the I don't, I don't personally ship any of the soft goods. Um, mm-hmm. That's all locally sourced and um, that works out great. I don't, we don't make as much to, mm-hmm donate from it it'd be a lot better if i could like have 50 sweatshirts sitting in the back selling them but i have to also be really considerate of how much money people have like they might just want to be a part of it but not actually buy anything and that's totally fine like it's not about that Mm -hmm. the the charity aspect of it is the byproduct of selling something that somebody wants right like oh i really want that like i'd love to have what if you made that a book right and you're like oh Mm -hmm. shit i should make that a book it would sell really well. Like we could do, we would make money. I would make money something. And you're like, okay, so then what do I do with the money if this is a volunteer effort? And so mm-hmm. that's really where it's been this like balance of something affordable, um, but also something where at the end of the year, again, 135 people, or again, say that even just the people who bought something, right? But I would argue against that. I would say it's everybody because everybody's getting visibility or giving visibility to the project. Mm-hmm. So 135 people get to do something good at the end of the year Yeah, and support a group that's marginalized, like support a group that's struggling, that's struggling with the highest rate of mental health and suicide issues. Um, 
Like that's just really about keeping it about mental health. Yeah. Um, so moving on to the designer or the, I guess the, the artist you that come on board, is there like any sort of, I'm sure you give them creative freedom, but there is kind of an aesthetic to the whole project, right? No. no? Uh, the, so the only guidelines to it are, and again, I, I want to keep it simple. So you, there's a yearly color. So you have to use the color in some form or fashion. Mm -hmm. um, it can be a little, it can be a lot. Um, you have to complete the project between August 1st and November 1st. You can't enter anything that was completed weeks, days, hours prior kind of thing. It's just, it's about being a part of something. It's three months is the build time that people have. So mm -hmm. if you were to start it August 1st, you essentially have three months to make art, um, which for most of these people, it can be easy or it can be really tough. Um, mm -hmm. Life tends to flow. So we have a lot of people who drop out over the year and then they'll show back up the next year and stuff like that. So it really ebbs and flows. Um, I try to move people up into the book when spaces open up, which has really been fun. So, um, and then lastly, they just don't, just don't be a dick. <laughs> like we don't, so this is about mental health, right? It's, and it should be really about my mental health and everybody mm. else's mental health. And I think being a dick or being racist or bigoted or hateful in any way just isn't you can't be a part of it so yeah it's a safe space for people to come and be who they want to be and say what they want to say and not there's no room for hate so those are really the con three conditions that we adhere to and then each year the color changes so we started out blue and then it was purple last year was orange this year is green and the plan is to do the whole color spectrum and then mm -hmm. who knows, maybe they'll restart. Awesome. Maybe the project will <laughs> <Yeah>. end. <laughs> I'll do something else. Yeah. Cause what caught my eye about your designs and the book and all of the artists in there is it kind of, at least in my opinion, it had more of like that, I guess, Asian Japanese feel anime man manga style. I don't know if that's something that just the artists that happen to be in those, you know, stylings or is it, like, you know, like the hat you're wearing, I think that's part of your brand, right? Yeah. So since it was around modeling, modeling is inherently Japanese. Like it's very, mm -hmm. so much of it was designed and produced and developed um, in Japan and in Asia. So really, you know, Gundam, anime, all that comes from Japan. So yeah, I mean, dead on, it's going to be, I'm going to really dive into that because there's a lot of great design. Um Mm -hmm. and it was a real homage to it kind of thing. Like, let's do this thing, this Cerulean project. Um, it's just this wild name too. So it's kind of like, let's, let's, let's take it a little bit further. Let's have this yeah. really kind of OG, uh, Japanese logo done for it. Um, and then each year the logo changes. So we have the OG logo, but then we, mm. each year we have a new logo. And so it's kind of, cause it's a new color. So mm -hmm. there could be new volunteer art which kind of changes it. Um, uh, there could be, depending on the art that I trace. So basically I take, take I don't take everybody's because some of the way the photography is shot makes it more difficult, but mm -hmm. I'll take images and I'll trace them. And 
draw and turn them into a line drawing essentially. So then that is what will be leveraged to some of the following year's design um, assets. Mm. That's cool. But yeah, it's definitely so, anime, sci-fi, uh, yeah, fantasy-inspired art kind of thing. Like this year's mm -hmm. logo is going to be very Berserker. Um, oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's Red Year, so it seems very fitting or very like uh, yeah. Kurosawa. Like it's going to be, it's going to be mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. So how'd you come up with the name Cerulean? I'm sure that's from something. So that right? was yeah. So that was kind of a. Um, a natural evolution when I was developing the project. And so it started out kind mm -hmm. of as like the blue weather build. And it was around this idea that, um, or this, this thing that happens called seasonal affective disorder, seasonal affective depression. Um, mm -hmm. The blue, the blue, um, you know, the blue series, the blue mm -hmm. years. Uh, so as it was, I was starting to like kind of brand it and develop it. Um, I was like a blue weather build. And then I found this really beautiful color as I was inspired. And it was one of the cerulean tones. Um, there's a main cerulean tone, but there's actually two cerulean blues. Um, and this mm. was the latter. And I was like, oh, cerulean's such a great name. <laughs> and this was always a project for me. I didn't actually know. I didn't think that this was going to go more than another year. This was just mm. one thing that I was going to do for the year, try and help some people. If it worked, great. If it yeah. didn't, there's something cool at the end of it. Like, yeah, um, I know I put something good out there. Um, and yeah, it just <laughs> kind of went nuts. So people really yeah. like it. There's been a lot of, uh, when we go back to like the logo and the Japanese influence or the Asian influence, um, people really like it. I, I, I worked with some translators to make sure that the logo was correct. Um, <laughs> Good that, idea. That the spelling was correct, that the characters were correct and stuff like that. Those are the last thing that mm -hmm. I wanted to happen. But yeah. I was like, I'm going to do this and this is what's going to happen. Like, because I really, again, it was important to me to like really pay tribute to so many of the amazing Japanese builders, um, Asian mm -hmm. builders that are out there that really inspire the, the West for the most part. Yeah. Everybody looks. And that's been hot lately. Easy. Everyone's loving that design, <laughs> that aesthetic. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think it's great. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Uh, so that, that's what caught my, I mean, that's what I've been into. I'm super nostalgic for that retro anime feel and like the Gundam stuff in the mech. And I see the display behind you is you have an amazing, beautiful display of all your builds there, which I don't know if people are familiar with, with what would you say? Mech builds or, or figure builds. So model building is a pretty big genre. So there's like your typical hot, like modeling, which is like war right an automobile kind of thing mm -hmm. tanks planes stuff like that your historical historian kind of um modeler and then there's mecha build which primarily comes from gundam that's what was brought over there's mm -hmm. a lot of other stuff though like so there's like space runaway idion there's uh dorvac there's make there's so when you talk about mecha it's really kind of this larger sci-fi um if you talk about gundam then that itself I've found is a huge swath. It's its own animal um, when it really mm -hmm. comes down to it. They have so many properties and stories and everybody feels a certain way about a certain um, opposition or robot and things like that. And so Gunpla and Mecha, um, Gunpla falls into Mecha, mm -hmm. I would say. Because like Robotech's Mecha, right? Palabor, mm -hmm. um, Ghost in the Shell, all of those that have Mecha in them. So that's really 
I don't know. I, for me, I didn't, I don't, I know nothing about Gundam for the most part. Hmm. I've barely watched any Gundam. Um, but I come from an old school. Like I grew up in the eighties. Um, I saw Akira in 92 when I was 12 years old and it changed my life. I was just like, Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it on the big screen at this tiny like indie theater in uh, Utah and it just blew my mind. And so that led me down like, uh, this year's entry is Maddox for me. It's M-A-D-O-X, which is an anime mm-hmm. from the 80s. Um, highly recommend. Have you seen it? No, I've been getting through my uh, 90s animes, though, lately. Okay. <laughs> Working yeah. on them. The big list. It's on YouTube, so you can go just check it out. But Maddox, Metal Skin Panic, was like another one that I saw when I was like 12 years old. And finally, they came mm-hmm. out with a model for it. So for me, it's more nostalgia. Um, there's some amazing mm-hmm. Gumpla builders out there, but there's also some amazing like hobby modelers that just make planes and helicopters and tanks. Yeah. So the project started out just as like Mecca. It's like, okay, it's gotta be Mecca. Um, mm-hmm. first year, even in like a lot of the, the branding and stuff, I was like, it has to be a Mecca build. Mm-hmm. But then I realized it excluded so many miniature people and just other types of modelers and stuff. Maybe people who are moving from modeling to painting bus, like large, like resin bus of warriors or orcs or famous figures or whatever it is like whatever Mm. that they were enjoying that kind of came from this modeling space so each year i think year two is mecha monsters and motors i said so then it was like if it fell into one of those categories then you could enter Mm. it which i felt in my mind kind of opened it all the way up Um, yeah but last year we just opened it up it was like anything that has red you know has the color and you do within this timeline awesome um, and then this year we did a whole photography guide because for a lot of these people, they've never been in print. Mm-hmm. So the whole idea, like I, like print was like my bread and butter and, and, and design. And it's for me, what's really simple is really difficult for a lot of people. So we did this whole photography guide this year to help people with their photography now, but also in the future, um, mm-hmm. just take better photography of their builds or their entries for a contest for the cerulean project for their own social media whatever it is maybe for another book or a magazine um mm-hmm. but that's why we really wanted to help it again elevate everybody and i think that really showed showed through this year where a lot of people who have vocally said that they struggle with photography um it really helped everybody at least mm-hmm. a lot of people who told me said it helped them this year yeah yeah um yeah so a lot of the artists you get are are me- or i guess builders right or model builders yeah i'd say mainly model builders okay and then <clears throat> and then you help them take pictures of it and then you also create oh you have them take it right they take their own pictures yep but yeah. we did a guide. Then, we did a guide yeah yeah and then so then they they submit it to you and then from mm-hmm. there do you either feature the build itself or you create art from that build what do you mean? Or so like, um, you know how you do the, um, the line drawing. Yeah. So that would be, are you pulling that from where you pull from their picture? From, yep. From mm-hmm. their pictures. Okay. Yep. That's right. From their yeah, picture, so, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a super cool idea or a super cool like process that you have, you know, to combine both artists to create new art. I think that's great. <laughs> Thanks man. Yeah. It's really cool. I think it's, I think it's really cool too. Like I, I try to really think of this thing as like what I would be excited by participating mm-hmm. as an artist, not like as yeah. like the organizer comes like second, 
but like, I mm -hmm. want to participate from it from a standpoint of like, if I was just a, a part of this thing. And so I think that mm -hmm. having something like that where, oh, wow, like again, my art or somebody else's art that I know, look, it like turned into the next year's art, I think is a really yeah. fun thing for. It's a really great for, way to collaborate with them. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, it's, it's that or like a really nice nod. And then again, like having the volunteer artists has been really fun too. Like people who want to mm -hmm. contribute stuff, they're like, Hey, like, can I make something? Would you put it on a shirt? Like, yeah, yeah. send it to me. I'll put it on That's a shirt. Awesome. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like, yeah, it's just volunteer. Like I can't pay you because all the money we make gets donated. And so it yeah. has to be a volunteer effort. This last year, I finally allowed, uh, <laughs> I allowed volunteers. My wife begged me friends had begged me. So we brought on a team mm -hmm. this last year. Um, so we actually had somebody help me lay out parts of the book. Um, and then again, help people with photography. A lot of people, even though we did the photography guide, will still need help afterwards, um, whether mm -hmm. editing the photo or um, submitting the wrong one or things like that, maybe like different lighting. Because um, I'll usually try and show people proofs and things like that if I can. Um, and work mm -hmm. with them because I want them to be really happy with it at the end of it. I don't want them to create this thing and undertake this task. And then it gets printed and they're like, oh shit, I didn't notice. Like <laughs> I didn't yeah. see that. Like, so we really try to work with a lot of the artists and helping them um, again, get to this world of print that mm -hmm. it's a dying world. Print is definitely dying. Yeah. So I want to keep it alive the best I can. It's kind of like Polaroids um, yeah. records. Again, it's well, like I said media, in the beginning, media that I own. Yeah, it's a great experience, different than what you'll ever get on a screen. Um, but for everyone listening, you can check out um, the Salty Robot Instagram. That's where you'll have all of the Cerulean Project art on, and, and uh, the, I'm assuming the website. No, so the Salty Robot is my own personal account. I ran it okay. from my personal account um, for the first mm -hmm. two years, and then last year, at the end of last year, I switched over to uh, the Cerulean Project just on so everyone can, Instagram. Okay. So everyone can follow you and, and yep. find out more about the, the project. And I'm assuming they can reach out to you if they're artists or if they're in the space yep. that want to contribute. Yep. They That's can message me directly. Or... They can okay. message me on Instagram. They can message me through the website. We have a registration form that'll open on the website on April 1st for this year's project. Um, mm -hmm. So everybody can, we'll move everybody who is part participated in last year will be notified that they get early registration. Um, mm -hmm. and then we open up to the general public. So then through April, April 1st through September 1st, you can mm -hmm. register and become a part of the project. And then we close it after September 1st, just so we kind of know how many people we can plan for. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, everyone listening. Yeah. Go check it out. It's an awesome project. I love the art. Um, yeah, the thecerulianproject.com. <laughs> yeah. um, each year's, if you do really like the art and want a sweatshirt, uh, we take everything down August 1st um, mm. and then rebuild it that year. So so everything that you've had on there gets removed and then new stuff in replacement? Oh, wow. Yep. So it's like limited edition runs then? Yeah. Yeah, it's just limited edition runs. And then I usually try and do like weekly drops bi-weekly drops, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Cause there's so much art. I think I ended up with, mm -hmm. uh, like 43 different line art, um, wow. or pieces of line art this year to use. Yeah. And I think like, uh, nine of those were volunteer pieces. 10 of those were volunteer pieces. Um, so there's a, so much art just to put, and I try to, 
I try to make something for everybody because um, somebody might mm -hmm. not want another T-shirt. They might not want another hat, but they do want another mug or they want another mouse pad or what. So I try to use the whole print on demand um, ability to really create a lot of product. Um, so then people can kind of get whatever they want. But yeah, and it's those also will fun also to have be, it be limited. Yeah, those will also be phased out and everything gets phased out. Yep. Oh, wow. Cool. Yep. It just starts um, August 1st. I load it up for those three months and then, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. So where are you based out of right now? Right now I'm out of Montana. Oh, cool. Oh, so that's not very far. Colorado. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, Colorado. Yeah. Um, what was I going to move on to next? I lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, you're all um, uh, yeah, I was going to say, um, oh, so anything, the, yeah, moving, I guess, you know, what is the, I know you've talked a little bit about the projects that are coming up. What is kind of, I guess, down the horizon for the rest, you know, rest of the year. I know you have the next Cerulean project coming out. Is there any kind of, I know you're going through the colors and you're going through different projects. What is kind of, do you ever have an end goal or do you have anything that you feel like you need to reach or that you're looking for, or kind of the, I guess, as far as the Cerulean project? <laughs> the end goal from a design standpoint is to have a nice volume, a nice rainbow volume that ends in a black and white uh, mm. book. That'll probably start That's white cool. on one end, black on the other and meet in the middle. They'll like start upside mm -hmm. down or like back and forth. I don't know. We'll see about that. Cause that will probably get really difficult for me to edit from a design perspective because people will probably use black and white. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I want to give, I want to just have a black and white year. I think that would be really fun to close it off after that. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I mean, that's basically this year's red next year's yellow. And then the year after that it's black and white. So three years, um, honestly, I don't know what it'll be after that. Yeah. It may keep going. <laughs> we'll see like, it may reset. It may change. I want to do in-person art shows at some point. Um, mm -hmm. There's a big West Coast uh, modeling get-together around Gumpla, Mecca, and Southern California that happens. And I've mm -hmm. always wanted to do a gallery showing. Because, again, I come from so – I, I used to do gallery showings in, in San Francisco. And there's, again, another real – it's real fun to be a part of something like that where you're in a shared gallery with people and it's a night and people are coming to see everyone's art and there's just this energy around it. And it's really fun. And so I've always, again, wanted to give that experience to people who mm -hmm. this hobby is very isolating. It just is. You can't really do it in groups. Um, and I think that's where the ability where the online community is so strong is because a lot of these people just kind of do it, you know, when they get a few hours a night or something like that. Um, mm. But then all kind of come online and and the meetups in person, I, I know are really big, but they're in like the East Coast and Southern California, Central Midwest, stuff like that. Like, and I don't know if I travel, man, I'm, I'm trying to go just camp or yeah. <laughs> do something not around a lot of people since living sure, in Montana. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Dave, right? Devin. Devin. I'm sorry. I don't know why I had Dave in my head. Yeah, but Devin, anything else you wanted to let our listeners know, whether it's, you know, the Cerulean Project, uh, mental health, any kind of, you know, things that you wanted to talk about before we start wrapping up? No, I think really like we try to put up a bunch of the information on the website. So we make that all available. Um, so you guys can always access that. We have a whole list of resources on there, um, like professional resources. 
links to that both uh, domestically and internationally. Um, mm-hmm. So there's that. There's a lot of good resources uh, just online to search. Um, No, this year's book was The Wheel of Wellness. I don't know what we're going to do this next year if we're going to dive deeper into, you know, very specific mental health. I'd love to explore neurodiversity and autism and more like spectrum related stuff, but there's so little Mm -hmm. information on it that makes it really difficult because we want it to be very factual um, to the point where we're reading peer reviewed papers and sharing that types of studies and um, other information. So mental health just talk about it, man. (laughs) If anybody, you know, like ask questions, like don't, but don't pry. Like, and again, if you want to help somebody just ask, like, just Google, like, how do I help somebody with, um, Mm -hmm. you'll get a list of stuff where it's like, take these steps. Don't do this, do this kind of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. because it's huge. Like I, I suffer from stress, stress induced reflux and the year COVID hit PPIs, proton pump inhibitor, usage increased 70 percent it's a lot of stressed out people it's a lot lot of stressed out people taking proton pump inhibitors um Mm -hmm. because it wasn't just like poorly eating like everybody's mainly eating at home at that point like it was Mm -hmm. stress um so people might not be stressed you might not feel like you're stressed but just if you ever have questions about it just ask talk to somebody find something that you feel somebody you trust and talk mm-hmm. to them um because and keep an eye on people check in mm-hmm. march april check in with people march and april and september october check in with people yeah. those are the those are the blue months those are when people get sad i get very mm-hmm. sad those months um the light changing can really mess with people so do that and just be compassionate yeah well great great um words of wisdom from you (laughs) well i appreciate you hopping on um i guess we'll go ahead and start wrapping up but um i think you do an amazing job with the way that you're promoting mental health and doing it in a way that i think connects with people and gets people interested and talking about and wanting to be a part of i definitely want to be a part of it i'm probably going to go grab a hat and a hoodie soon now because <laughs> nice, I love the designs. <laughs> so yeah, it's, I think yeah, it's a great cause that. that people can get behind. I think that's one of the biggest things is I hear a lot is, you know, I don't know what to do. I don't know how I can help. I don't know. You know, we're just one person or I'm, I'm small compared to the, to the whole um, issue. And it's like, well, there are things you can do to help, whether that's being involved in projects like this or anything else advocating for them, you know? So I think yeah, there's great. lots of local projects. Job. In people's areas mm-hmm. and stuff like that. If you want to volunteer, like you can look that up really easily. Like whether it's just like if you're in Colorado, you can just go do trail work kind of thing. Or mm-hmm. um, you know, so for people all over, like they might be it might be cold or like again, if you want to volunteer, just volunteer. You can make an impact. Like we doing something matters. Like you mm-hmm. can make a difference. Small groups yeah. can make a difference. Like um that's that's some of the steps that we just need to take, um, yep. just for ourselves, you know, we can start small ourselves, mm-hmm. like working on our own selves. Like you can't just like fix it overnight. So, um, yeah, everything just starts when we build momentum and change, get a voice around it and support who we can. And, um, I think again, just really just being compassionate. Like people are struggling, people are dealing with shit, mm-hmm. like ease off, yep. 
<laughs> like go play some video games, uh, chill out, do some meditation. Like, yeah. Uh, smoke up, like whatever you got to do. Whatever man. you got to do. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> How video games have been stressful business? for me though, lately. I've, I've been yeah? wishing I could play more. Yeah. Real quick before we start wrapping up, what's your top three video games that you play? Top three play? that I play or that I played? Uh, we'll go I'd up have all to time. go played because yeah, all time. Um, yeah. Dude, I'd have to say definitely Last of One or Last of Us, either one or two or just both like mm-hmm. as a thing, but definitely Last of Us. Great one. series. Um, mm-hmm. Just for where I was at and like the way they did it, it was just, it was just so well done um, from just an entire game experience not necessarily mm-hmm. gameplay or this or that like not one thing but just an overall experience um man i'd have to say battle old school battlefront too like <laughs> great I'm, game i'm, I'm, I'm an was... old kid like i grew up in the 80s so yeah again like that was good so if we had to go more modern i'd say zelda um yep great uh, game Breath of the Wild and Tears, they're both fantastic. Same game. It's just a continuation. Yeah. Um, better graphics. And then third, oh, man. I don't know. I'd have to either say, like, like the Siphon Filter, like, Rally or, uh, like, Siphon Filter 5 when it finished was just so good. Or, um, oh, what was I going to say? Shit. I totally lost it again. They're just like old ones because I don't get to play a lot of dude. The new Armored Core Six is great. I'll put that. I'll just go with that because that really satisfied right. my itch as a, a yeah. mecha nerd or sci-fi nerd. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I grew up on like the old Armored Core, so finally getting mm-hmm. one on a modern platform was fantastic. Yeah, I didn't mean to play that. I grew up with the on PS2, and that was one of my favorite. Just- right robot like action games it just so was so good customization <laughs> and like the so fighting good. i loved it and yeah. so i heard that the later ones weren't as good after like three and then this one i heard is really good so i need to i need to hop on that game too <laughs> yeah they changed <laughs> some things and it was kind of frustrating but this this last one was just amazing um, yeah super fun super smooth like really satisfying um hard mm-hmm. it's really hard yeah. but, uh, <laughs> super satisfying oh, i was gonna say like the mass effect series those are good games those are really those are great, great games yeah too. yeah um but yeah i don't get to play a lot list. now oh <laughs> i've played all no. those i gotta knock zelda out and just go with ghost of tsushima oh that one might have been my game of the year last year that one was yeah, amazing. that was so good <laughs> i so was like good. it's been a while since i picked up a game and it grabbed me like that it's been a yeah. while with the gameplay the story the quality of everything the acting the the, the story like line everything yeah because god of war <laughs> was amazing me. too for all of that but mm. ghost was just just felt and so it, new and exactly yeah yeah it really did um and just so smooth and the way the stories were like mm-hmm. all the like the seven samurai oh, it was so good yeah <laughs> was i was so like good. man this is a game of the like few years for me <laughs> yeah yeah i've just been playing apex to like decompress here and there it's yeah. like the only shooter i really play <laughs> Well, Devin, um, like I said before, you're doing a great job. I really appreciate what Thanks, you're man. doing for, um, you know, the Cerulean project and everything else you advocate for. So thank you so much. Like I said, I appreciate you coming on, finally being able to talk to you. Um, let the listeners know um, what the Cerulean project is. I'm trying to get that out there for people to yeah. go ahead and support. Um, you guys need to check it out. It's really amazing. The merch is awesome. The books, awesome. Everything you're doing is great. So thank you. 
Um, welcome, we will thank go you. ahead and wrap this up. Um, thank you so much. Uh, this for everyone listening. Um, thank you guys so much for the support. Um, and we'll be on next time. Later guys. <laughs>